Freakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freakin' Our Weekend Review on W-A-Y-O-L-P Freakin' Rochester, also on Apple Freakin' Podcast, Freakin' Spotify, and Freakin' SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Tweakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers, my name is Taylor the Freakin' Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my freaking left is Zanny the Zanman Vargas, and then bringing up the rear we have Doug the Slug, Doug Freakin' Jordan himself. Tweakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers, and the Freakin' Panel, Start your freaking engines. This is our weekend freaking review. <laughs> Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It has been too weak since we last spoke. And I find myself knee deep in the sands of time. All around me, images of the past, present, and future swirling around Galileo with his great apple trying to figure out why it keeps falling when he lets go of it, standing in front of me. Avidatus is also there, making mess of himself with his loincloth. I look over and Einstein playing with a bomb and geez Louise Martin Luther King and and Malcolm X having a freaking meal together geez Louise and even freaking Princess Diana in the last moments of her life just as that precious life fades away but oh my my god this this sand of time this this great time that is moving at all around us. It is becoming heavy and almost like a quicksand. I find myself stuck in the sands of time, in this great hourglass that we live in. With those that sand pouring from above and my feet stuck and the sand is rising and geez Louise down to my knees, now I am up to my nostrils. Only a moment's left, crushed by this great weight of time. Well, I claw and I climb, and as I struggle, I sink deeper and deeper. And it is only a matter of time before death takes us all. It's also only a matter of time before Wayo comes a knock, knock, knocking at your door. Little pig, may I come in? Yes, sir, may I have some more? Jeez Louise, down on my knees. For weakers and tweakers that don't know what I'm talking about, yes, the Wayo fundraiser is going to be coming soon. Wanted to get your ears percolating about that and your wallet's freaking primed. Thought I should get it off my chest, too. Sandy Fargus. Um, yeah. How you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? A lot of reading. Uh, geez, a lot of reading questions. Uh, I'm freaking. Uh, it's a freaking Dickens. Um, I'm freaking freaking drunk. Um, I believe you freaking blessed me. Um, so freaking thank you for that. Thank you for the um, thank you for the freaking blessing. Um, 
Yeah, and then as and far how as was my, your week? I freaking heard you. Um, as far as my freaking week was freaking concerned, um, just sort of, um, just sort of, um, you know, keep. I'm just sort of freaking doing what I what I freaking do. Um, I um, I've, I've had a, um, four or five days without a freaking um, without a, a gig beside freaking. Um, Besides freaking Aerosmith night over at freaking Ortego, um, so I'm, I've just been sort of um, well, my Jesus, I guess I've been freaking drinking a little bit, freaking playing on myself. Um, and God bless you for that. Well, thank you for the freaking blessing. Um, yeah, I'm sort of, I'm sort of a freaking uneventful freaking week. Um, if I do freaking change out my freaking shelf. Well, now two weeks ago for Weegers and Tweegers who may remember, you mentioned a great. Friend, a great relationship was birds and ring. Birds and was becoming. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, it was between you and a and a great man named Russell who ha- had many a mysterious travels and a many a great oh. tale to tell, and also had a great piqued your great interest with his stories of treasure. And I was wondering, did yeah. he? Yeah, did he show yeah, you any? Yeah, 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 yeah. What does that mean? Well, I'm well, you're relaying. I'm just yep. I'm freaking aware of all this. Yeah, I don't know why you're Are any updates on the treasure? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He freaking he freaking exposed his freaking treasure. All right. He um unzipped his unzipped his freaking fly and pulled his freaking rolled the freaking proverbial treasure from his freaking trousers and presented it uh presented it to me. Um with his hand freaking outstretched. And he said, um he said, you know, he said, "Either you're gonna either I'm gonna either he said, one of the, somebody is getting something something is gonna freaking happen here." Yeah, yeah, and um, and I said you, I said geez, always freaking Russell. I said, look, I I know I've only freaking known you about two freaking week, but uh, and and you were by far the most freaking fascinating person that worked at freaking the Paychex event. Um, he mentioned also I found out he doesn't really freaking work at Paychex. Um, he's just sort of a. He's just sort of a great freaking loiterer of that freaking event space. Uh, he's just, I guess he's sort of a party freaking crasher. Just sort of goes in and grabs some freaking free food and snacks and beverages and tries to freaking have sex with men. Um, and spins a great yarn. Without a doubt. And then it started to freaking hit me. I said, Jesus, wait, I, I, now that I freaking think about it, every single freaking story of a great freaking travel and journey you freaking told me was about freaking, um, it all involved freaking uh, copious amounts of freaking sexual intercourse with freaking strange freaking men. Um, so I, I said, uh, I said, freaking Russell, with all freaking due respect, um, I am freaking not interested in freaking performing a freaking fully sick. Uh, uh, Falaso, uh, an act of freaking fellatio upon uh, thee, uh, nor am I interested in uh, being on the freaking receiving end of um, of, any, of a freaking of a freaking fellatio. Um, I said, no, I do. But I said, but thank you for the freaking blessing. Yeah. Uh, and he said, well, I don't know what we're freaking doing here. And I said, 
Jesus Louise freaking wrestle. Do you even freaking are do you even do you even know a fucking goddamn thing about freaking treasure? Um, and he said, well, I can definitely tell you that that freaking map that you're holding is is from the freaking Ozarks. Um, which is, I guess is something in the some freaking big ugly lake in the freaking Midwest. Uh, and I said, well, thank you for freaking wasting my freaking time. Um, I freaking said, be gone with you. Um, I freaking had to freaking chew him out of the freaking house because uh, he was in the freaking garage when this all freaking went down. Um, and unfortunately, freaking Mike, um, Mike freaking Jr., um, uh, Doug's freaking son, and my freaking, and many, many ways, my freaking son, uh, will happen to be going down eating a freaking ice cream sandwich and freaking caught the man with his freaking his penis and his freaking testicles uh, hanging from his freaking, uh, hanging from his freaking trousers. Um, and, and then there was a bit of a wrestling on the freaking front lawn where I, where I believe, unfortunately, his uh, flaccid freaking member did slap upon my freaking brow. Um, um, not 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 once, but freaking twice. Um, and perhaps a freaking third time as well. Um, um, and Jesus always, um, he was freaking standing there freaking mouth agape. It's no way that a freaking son should, should see his freaking father freaking, um, his, well, his, well, one of his freaking fathers, um, um, uh, in a in a position like, like that, um, but I you know had a great freaking uh, talk with him as well, and um, hopefully things are going to be freaking, going back to freaking normal. Yeah, and got a lead on that freaking treasure too. Uh, so not not for freaking not it was um, yeah yeah. At last we thought the treasure was going to be at the Great Rocket Gibraltar, and. He ended up just showing you his freaking rock of Gibraltar. Yeah, and it turned out that 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 his that his, his nickname for his is Rock of Gibraltar. Um, so, yeah. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees. Another f- great tale to put on the old notch of the Sandy Vargas belt. Now, freaking Doug the Slug, freaking Jordan. How you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Yeah, thank you for the blessing. I'm not. I'm doing okay. I'm doing good. Fine. You not, you know, not much is new. Just, uh, you know, go to work. You come home. You may have dinner and maybe have a sandwich before bed. Wake up. Do it. Do it all over again. And have a breakfast. Exciting life you lead. Yeah, thank you. Pack a freaking lunch. I mean, I've been working a lot more because the you know the menu is about to change because the fall is after September twenty first. The it is now officially fall. So working on a new fall winter menu at the restaurant that I own, partially own. A food and beverage one menu or yeah, food and yeah, and beverage yeah. Well, see. That's very freaking. It's very freaking interesting. Uh, the freaking Ortega Grill is a freaking um, is a freaking uh, Mexican freaking American freaking barbecue freaking hybrid uh, fusion, uh, and and that that type of freaking cuisine um, um, doesn't doesn't quite freaking lends itself to any freaking uh, seasonal freaking specialties. So um, I'm, it's really quite freaking fascinating that you're that you're bothering to uh, create a freaking seasonal freaking menu, and I can't freaking wait to hear what. Freaking terrible, freaking freaking sloppy, freaking come up with them. Well, I mean, there's a lot of different vegetables in the you know fall winter than there are in the summer, you know. So just try to get you know some different vegetables in there. Squash, 
pumpkin. Like a freaking pumpkin burrito or like maybe like a pumpkin soup. Pumpkin pie, maybe. Yeah, could do a pumpkin pie. I haven't given it a lot of thought. I just was saying, putting it out there that it's it is coming up, and I got to work on the menu. Well, God bless you, Doug Jordan. I'm sure you'll think of something. Like maybe a thank you for the blessing. Turkey, maybe a smoked turkey. Yeah, cranberry, a cranberry sauce. Or maybe am I the am I the only one who's freaking hearing this? This this is just freaking Thanksgiving freaking food. And why would your freaking restaurant serve freaking Thanksgiving food for an entire freaking season? We could do a Thanksgiving burrito. That's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah. Which would just be freaking turkey, freaking gravy, freaking stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, freaking cranberry sauce, all in a freaking burrito. Did you say gravy? I said freaking gravy. Yeah, maybe a side of green, uh, green bean casserole on the side. Yeah, freaking sounds actually freaking pretty freaking disgusting. Um... <laughs> Grilled, and deep I, fried, and then smothered in more gravy and uh, queso blanco. Doug's famous queso blanco. So we could also do ham. I think ham is a pretty traditional Christmas thing. Ham, maybe a ham sandwich. We'll see. And then maybe you could freaking do a freaking uh, freaking chorizo, chorizos, chorizo, chorizo. Chor. What the heck is it freaking called? Freaking little chopped up freaking. So, uh, freaking spicy, freaking sausage, freaking tornizo, tornizo. Yeah, tornizo. Basically, just guts, Doug Jordan. Yeah, freaking, freaking scrambled, freaking, uh, freaking donkey bits. I believe is what I freaking heard. Yeah. I think it's usually pork sausage. Wow. Jeez, Louise, down in Minnie's. I had an interesting week myself, and we could go on and on about Doug's menu that hasn't been created yet and may never get off the ground, but. I did want to make mention. I know Uyghurs and Tweakers are following this one closely. And it is official. My marriage to Doug Jordan's sister, Karen. You better believe it. It's officially over. We're divorced now. So that part of my life is over. And I closed the casket on that with Karen locked inside. And I bury her very, very deep under the ground as her shrieks and screams are dampened by the shovel after shovel of dirt I pour atop her. So I'm moving on. The paperwork came back in the mail, and they sent it back. State of New Jersey sent it back. Said they couldn't read a thing on it. I looked at it. I couldn't read a thing on it. Sandy, the same man, Fargus, did the freaking... He, he's the one who filled out the freaking paperwork in triplicate. Couldn't read a thing on it. And he sent all three copies in. You're supposed to give one to me, one to Karen, one to the county clerk. I think he wiped himself with one of those sheets and then pressed the two sheets on it to make some sort of no, freaking that, I, that diarrhea Warshak test. First of all, yeah, I remember the freaking, I know exactly what you're freaking talking about. Um, and that was actually a freaking, that was the doing of a freaking mayotard, one of the few mayotards that was able to freaking locate freaking Jerry's lot. Um, yeah, he uh, he took a freaking tumble in one of the freaking porta potties they had freaking set up. And, um, and, uh, geez Louise, um, and, I, and I guess in a way I had just freaking used the freaking porta potty. So I guess in a way some of the mess might have been my own, yes. But uh, I did not, I did not physically do the freaking, well, I did, I was wiping him off with the freaking piece of paper. Um, 
So, and, and, and as far as whether it was came from freaking my freaking bottom, um, um, anyway, um, freaking getting, uh, freaking, um, I'm freaking drunk right freaking out. Yeah, absolutely freaking hilarious. Now, I do want to make mention, Karen and I have a long, great history, and this will be a great blight on both of our records in terms of our love for one of another and for my love to her, Doug Jordan, your sister, my bride. You don't really have a long history. You didn't really know, know her You're talking long. about my wife, Doug Jordan. Well, not a, That's it my wasn't wife. A, it was never official. Yeah, it's your freaking ex-wife, buddy. You gotta get freaking used to that one. It's freaking. I know it gets freaking stuck in the throat, probably. But Damn. the best. I'm not, the, quite honestly, the best thing that we the thing the best thing that we gotta freaking do. Um, and it is a freaking shame that you never freaking consummated that freaking marriage. But is that we got it? We got it. You got it. This is time for a freaking rebound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I am plum ready for that rebound. I don't know how or where it will happen or. If it will ever happen, but I am going to try until my dangly Johnson is bright red and sore. Yeah. And now it's time to close the chapter on that. So, Uyghurs, Tweakers, Thrill Seekers, I want to thank you for being here with me through this great moment in my life. When one chapter ends, another begins. And though that great sun in the sky slowly fades... And the moon comes up. It too shall rise again. And be a blessed new day. Now that's all I have to say about that. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We got a great freaking show for you. Full of freaking our week's news and discussions. But before we get to that, we have one quick, very, very quick segment to get to. to. It's all new. It's called Taylor's Thought Desk. When I die, I don't want my autopsy to be made public. I don't want a bunch of people hanging around seeing why I died, poking and prodding at my rear end. I don't find it becoming when they do it to others, and I hope they never do it to me. Um, what the f***, what was that? Um, what the hell was that? That was my thought desk. It's, that was a freaking segment? Yeah. I just come up with a thought. I figured I could do one a week. So to put it out there, kind of let it marinate with weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers. If you guys kind of want to jump in, say I agree with you. I don't want people poking around in my behind once I'm dead. Playing with my guts. Are we, um, are, are we supposed to ask you questions or you I didn't, didn't really explain what we're supposed to do for in the segment? Well, I just want to put my thoughts out there. One, one thought a week. I figure at this point I've, I've very little chance to put my actual thoughts out there. And I wanted to specifically have a quick segment where I could just put my thought out there for Uyghurs, Tweakers, Thrill Seekers, and definitely Mayo Tarts. Cause I think it really so resonate. You- please. Then you don't want us to freaking comment on it or freaking ask freaking questions. It's really more just about getting your freaking thought out there and oh. being freaking done with it. Well, you guys yep. should say something. Well, it seems like you're sort of seems like it just you're um, ripping off freaking Mickey Rooney from freaking sixty minutes. Yeah. 
short, short little ugly old freaking man, old, old freaking cranky old piece of shit. God rest his freaking soul. Yeah, in the grave. If I'm not, if I'm not freaking mistaken, the man freaking offed himself quite, yeah. a, quite a bit back. Yeah, I'm sure he sits in the great bowels of hell right now. But God bless him for what he did during his time on this earth. Yeah. Tweakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We've got a great freaking show for you full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You can, you might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, a Michigan man pled guilty to charges of murder for the 2019 Christmas Day killing of Kevin Bacon, according to Fox 2 Detroit. Just weeks before he was due in court on charges of murder and mutilation of a corpse, Mark Latunsky pled guilty. According to court filings, Latunsky was found competent to stand trial for the murder of 25-year-old Kevin Bacon. The grisly 2019 murder shocked Michigan locals after details of mutilation and cannibalism were made public. According to reports, Bacon knew Latunsky was involved in a violent sexual fetish before that fateful night. Although the details of the story are too graphic to report on air, the case will include knife murder, hanging of a corpse from a ceiling, and cannibalism of genitals. So, geez louise, down to my knees. Kevin Bacon is dead. Eaten he was. A great tragedy on Hollywood and the acting community everywhere. Sandy, the same man, Vargas, please, your first thoughts. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, this is a freaking huge freaking blow. Uh, many freaking people say that freaking Kevin Bacon's career freaking waned freaking years ago. Um, washed up, some might even freaking say, but I, I freaking disagree. I think he was just freaking getting started. Uh, and, and to be freaking cut down like that when you're right in the middle of your freaking prime, so I, so I freaking saw it, uh, is, is just an absolute freaking. It's just a freaking travesty, travesty, and I th- and he was one. I was such a freaking huge freaking Kevin Bacon fan. Um, his freaking jokes, uh, his freaking comedy, um, and the freaking dancing, um, and the freaking movie where he freaking pulls the lever and all the water falls on him. Um, I mean, he was just one of the most amazing freaking ugly freaking actors um, to ever freaking grace the freaking silver screen. And I think that he was a freaking beacon of hope for any freaking person who was ever born, um, looking so freaking unfortunate that they thought, Hey, maybe I can freaking wind up in freaking movies because freaking Kevin freaking Bacon did it also. Yeah. Kind of like a little pig nose he's got there. He's like a, if you were to take Clint Eastwood and turn his nose to give him a pig nose. I sort of, I always freaking saw the little freaking banjo boy from freaking Deliverance when I looked at him and I said, that is not a freaking normal looking freaking person. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Doug Jordan? Okay, you, maybe you should have called it, uh, he was a he was a bacon of hope, is what I thought when he said beacon of hope. And said, you know, bacon, maybe that would be the name of his charity. This is not the freaking, but on another, to be freaking making jokes like that. The man is freaking freshly in the freaking dirt. Well, I would just like to point out this one says the 25 year old Kevin Bacon. So I don't think he would. I don't think I don't think this is the same Kevin Bacon. Yeah, that not that something I didn't. Unless he was only 25 years old. Yeah, it's possible that he was so unfortunate yeah, looking. Possible. I yeah. do remember him in movies that came out long ago. Now, now. Let's not get hung up on how he died and 
the knife murder, the cannibalism of his genitals, or even the hanging of his corpse. What I want to talk about, because they mentioned something very interesting here, is the violent sexual fetish. Now, there are ways to get off, and there are ways to get off dangerously, and there are ways to get off safely. For Uyghurs and Tweakers out there, we want to have a little roundtable panel discussion, kind of brainstorm a dreamscape of sexual fantasy, perhaps, where everything is safe. And yet, at the end, geez louise, down on my knees, no one finds themselves in a cold, dark closet, rope around their neck, pants around their ankles, playing with themselves into the cold, dark night. It's a safety public service announcement. Now, it's not a paid freaking advertisement for playing with yourself safely. It's just something that we feel that must be done. So, geez louise, down on my knees. I would say, if you're going to have sex, maybe the safest place to be is on bottom. And I have always been on bottom every time I ever had sex. And... Some people say it's because I'm a lazy man. I also am greatly fearful of gravity falling over or falling asleep and passing out. And then the great weight of gravity and the great weight of my lumbrous body turning into that of an unmovable stone and smooshing the life out of my great partner. A safe way, be on bottom. Lighter one should go on bottom. I don't think that's talking out of school. Sandy Vargas, any safe sex thoughts? Maybe a dreamscape? Maybe a great fantasy? Um, certainly. Um, I just wanted to mention that every single time I've ever freaking had sex with a freaking woman, um, I've freaking been freaking on top. Because a lot of the freaking women that I've had sex with have been quite freaking rotund. Um, and for my own freaking safety... I thought I should. They oftentimes would offer. Maybe I can. Maybe we can switch it up. I would go. I really would rather not. Uh, um, because I because I take into account freaking the safety of myself. Um, and man, man, and oftentimes the freaking safety of freaking others. Um, and every single woman that I've ever freaking had sex with is, um, aside from one, has been freaking taller than me. Um, so physically, uh, it just it's never freaking. Um, it's also it's also freaking important to protect your freaking your freaking ego in these freaking situations, uh, because you don't want to freaking put your, yourself in a situation where all of a sudden it feels like you're freaking climbing a freaking beanstalk, and you are the freaking size of a freaking young boy, and she is a grown freaking woman, and and all of a sudden you're freaking you're, you freaking guess you're freaking you're freaking Rockhard Johnson turns back into freaking Mr. Dangly, and you go freaking soggy on a freaking woman. Um, and, and then, and then, geez louise, um, Lord knows what you're going to freaking do to yourself when you freaking go home and you freaking bring privacy of your own freaking room. Yeah, that's privacy, true. Privacy of your own freaking closet. And you know, I've gotten room. more injuries in the privacy of my own freaking room than I have freaking ever having sex with anyone, that's for sure. Yeah. Doug Jordan. I mean, I just know that, you know, I'm killed. The, uh, the only thing that comes to mind is the uh, the traditional ones, which are, you know, wear condom, get tested regularly. 
I was going to ask really Doug Jordan. That's not what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you, how do you keep from going soggy? Any special tips and tricks? Well, they make, I think they make a pill. They make pills for that, I think. Ever tried you have it? trouble. No. Once or, I mean, once or twice, yeah. I didn't really notice a difference. You just stayed freaking soggy the whole freaking time? No, I, did, I just didn't. Limp as a freaking dickens. I didn't even really need it to begin with. What happened in the freaking wind? Yeah. What about you? Have you ever freaking juiced before? Sure freaking have. I'm freaking Jesus Louise. I freaking I freaking popped one. Um, I forgot we were doing the freaking show. I freaking popped one earlier because I was gonna freaking play with myself. Yeah, I've taken them. I always deposit them, crush them up first, put them in a little one ply of tissue paper, and thumb it up my rear. So, I think we got to the bottom of this one. To be honest with you. Last week, Al Roker's devilish stare on the Today Show left fans of the high-profile meteorologist bewildered and bemused, according to the U.S. Sun. During a segment about the late pop singer Whitney Houston, hosts Savannah Guthrie and Craig Melvin began singing Houston's 1992 smash hit single, I'm Every Woman. Quote, can you sing I'm Every Woman, Guthrie asked Melvin after the pre-tape portion of the segment had finished. Melvin and Guthrie then sang a few lines of the song while laughing and miming a dance. The two carried on briefly until Melvin noticed Roger's sinister stare. The morning show veteran did not smile and looked at the camera with a serious expression. No, Melvin asked Roker as the meteorologist glared at him. No explanation for Roker's evil eye has yet been given. So, Sandy the Sandman Farkas, thoughts about the freaking great stare down given by Al Roker? Well, geez Louise, I am, I'm, I haven't freaking seen, I haven't freaking seen the freaking image. Um, I haven't freaking, I, I'm, I mean, geez Louise, this is the first I'm freaking hearing about this. And I'm a freaking huge freaking Roker fan. Um... Although I freaking preferred him back when he was um, a thousand pounds, uh, but I'm sure that if he had someone freaking worth staring at off freaking camera, um, that that and whether it be a freaking sick thought that ever entered his freaking mind, um, or a freaking uh, a freaking um, uh, a freaking deviancy that um, that he began to freaking imagine, um, or. Or, or, or any other freaking uh, perversion or freaking Jesus Louise, God forbid, a freaking sinister act. Um, he had a freaking good reason for uh, for thinking about it. Yeah. Now, you make mention that when he was a rotund, boisterous weatherman of great size and stature, a behemoth, if one were to use a phrase from the Bible. A whale. He if was one were you to use a freaking phrase from freaking Moby Dick. Yeah. And when he was this great whale, for all of us to capture every day, we were like Ahab, waiting seven o'clock in the morning, just waiting for this great whale to appear so we could just catch a glimpse. A glimpse of this jolly great whale. We did not fear this whale. This whale was a beautiful, jolly, majestic beast of great joy. And something about this great diet, starvation diet, 
has caused this great whale to become crippled with anger, jealousy, rage, sinister thoughts and feelings. And very, very sick man he has become as he has withered down to Ahab himself. Doug Jordan, care to comment? I think he probably just snapped. I think he probably just had enough at that point. Just something went off in his brain, turned him into some sort of a, some sort of a demon, or you know, I don't know. Guy just freaking lost it. Again, for, I haven't really seen the stare, but I'm just I'm just picturing what he probably looked like. For weakers and tweakers that haven't seen the clip, we can't tell you to go see it. But I highly, highly recommend on a personal level. Taking a look, seeing this great stare, a clip you can find on YouTube of this man, this one great, jolly, joyous, he's almost like a Santa Claus at one point, and now he is Uncle Scrooge. So, how the mighty have fallen, Doug Jordan. He just probably got tired of doing TV. Or working with those people. Maybe he wants to do his own show. Why doesn't he have his own show at this point? What's he going to do? Host Jeopardy? He doesn't know anything. Nobody knows weather. Gonna, every question's going to be about weather, Doug Jordan? Yeah, the weather show with Al Roker. If he freaking gains all that freaking weight back, I'd freaking tune in. Yeah, that's a good point. Last week, a food company executive was arrested on a pair of charges after reportedly biting a man's nose in a parking garage in Fayetteville, Arkansas, according to KNWA Fox 24. Doug Ramsey was arrested on charges of touristic threatening and third-degree battery. According to reports, the incident happened at a parking garage near Razorback Stadium following Arkansas' victory over Missouri State. Ramsey has been COO of Beyond Meat since 2021. According to the Tyson Food website, the 51-year-old had been a member of Tyson Foods' poultry business since 1992 and was named president of Global McDonald's business in 2019. The site also states, quote, Doug was a champion of team member safety and sits on the company's executive safety council. Ramsey was arrested and booked in Washington County Jail. So this guy, this I'm going to break this down. This is why it's so funny, because this guy is C-Cells Beyond Meat. And I guess a person's nose is beyond meat. He got so hungry because of his vegetarian diet. Yeah. I once dabbled in vegetarianism for a period of time. And though my skin became very, very clear and the stench that follows me was less pungent. My eyes bulged less and my breath was no longer offensive. My bowel movements easy. I was unhappy with myself. Was this, um, your freaking stint at the freaking commune, um, in freaking Palmyra? Yeah. 
brief, brief, brief of five freaking recall. Yeah. And, and it might have been the diet. It might have been the lack of freedom. And it might have been the punishments that I was being given. For obviously, we did have eggs for chicken to get eggs. We had chickens to get eggs. And goddamn, after a few days of not eating meat, those chickens looked like freaking... Jeez Louise, down to my knees, rotisserie chickens walking around right in the freaking yard there. I ended up having to snatch a couple of them, cook them up and eat them. And I got thrown in the hole, which was literally a hole in this situation with a large composite board on top and a few bricks I couldn't lift. Dumb. It's hard to know what was going on with me back then. Yeah. And if I freaking recall, you also were the only one who wasn't allowed to freaking partake in the freaking pre-love situation they had going on. Yeah, that's a true, truer than true statement. That's for sure. I did get my own share of personal love uh, when I was down in the hole, but geez Louise, down on my knees, there was none to be shared. That's for sure. And they were feeding me quite a bit of the of mushrooms. I was, I just remember dripping on these mushrooms consistently. I said, enough with the mushrooms. I am getting quite ill. So... Last week, fast food giant at McDonald's rolled out an all-new dessert-style pastry, according to Brand Eating. The McDonald's Cheese Danish features a pastry with sweet cream, cheese filling, topped with buttery streusel and a drizzle of vanilla icing. Reviewers say the pastry more closely resembles a shortbread biscuit-style dough base than a flaky texture commonly found in Danishes, and features a nice browning. At the center of the pastry is a thick thick dollop of cream cheese with a sweet cream flavor and gushy goop feel. To top it all off, a buttery rich coffee cake style streusel with vanilla icing drizzle was one of the components that was noticeable in every bite, other than the pastry crust, and gave the cheese danish a mild vanilla quality and a light sweetness throughout. The sweet danish pastry retails for $2.59. So, cheese Louise down on my knees. Doug Jordan, yep. take it to the sports desk. Yep. Okay. Um, welcome to the sports desk with Doug Jordan. McDonald's uh, came out with a cheese Danish, but here's the thing. You know, I'm not going to reread the copy because that's what I just do every week. This week, I'm going to talk about the buttery, the 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 the, the, uh, the flaky buttery, the crust. The, they changed the crust so it wasn't a buttery. Um, so it wasn't the nev- the normal kind of uh, the shortbread. It more resembles a shortbread biscuit than a um, than what a Danish actually is, which is just a butter. It's a buttered layered. Uh, it's a butter layered crust. It's it's called the laminated crust. Go on. Well, they changed it, so I don't. Can they really even call it a Danish if it's not if that's if the if the crust is different? I don't know, Doug Jordan. This is your sports desk. Well, I'm, t- I'm asking the panel and I guess tweakers and tweakers and uh, mayotards out there, you know, can you actually call it that if it you can't call something you can't call it a hot dog if there's no friggin if there's nothing in the middle of it in between the bread. It's called a bun. It's a hot dog bun. What are you talking? What are you talking about? Well, they just they can't call it a Danish if they use the wrong kind of crust. 
And also, I didn't know Danishes don't have a coffee cake style streusel atop them either. This is just a this is a McDonald's this is just a McDonald's creation. Yeah, this is a freaking what this is. I think what you're trying to freaking say here is this is a freaking PR disaster. Um, because this because McDonald's is freaking making a claim that they're that they are in fact selling a freaking Danish when there's nothing freaking Danish about it. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing not Danish the about buttery, it. Freaking, please don't interrupt me. Not the buttery freaking uh, flaky. Not the butter. Not the butter. The stroop. No, not the stroop. Well, the streusel is awesome. Um, but the buttery typically in a found in a freaking Danish would be a freaking uh, flaky layered. Um, what am I trying to say? Texture, a flaky texture, dough base. No, what it has is it's a freaking shortbread biscuit. Um, dough base with browning. It's got a nice. Well, first of all, we never you didn't freaking mention the freaking browning, um, which is huge. Um, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good point. Interrupting me again. Um, in it's but I think what you were trying to freaking say when you were rambling a little bit was that if uh, McDonald's freaking has a freaking uh, a freaking Danish. Um, that's more of a freaking shortbread biscuit style dough base with flaky texture. Now with a textured flaky, the Danish would is they shouldn't freaking call it a freaking Danish, right? They should call it McDonald's cheese Danish biscuit, shortbread biscuit cake. Yeah, they could just call it an open faced donut, an open faced jelly roll donut. They could just call it a freaking creamy blaster for for all that freaking matters. Tweakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been a great freaking show, but we got one quick segment to get to you now. Our week's guide to comedy. You leave the light on at night when you get the fear that someone or something terrible is near. You lie on your bed, sheet between your teeth, and try not to think of what lies beneath. But horrible images still fill your head. A two-headed child, but one head is dead. And a bellowing goat with primate feet bellows again a deafening bleat. If only there were a way to make it stop, to make the evil thought bubble swell up and pop. You know that you feel much better after a laugh, but funny isn't something you chart on a graph. And so for you, we have constructed a guide to making laughter that splits you at your sides. We present to you first a rare oddity, this week's, our week's guide to comedy. So, geez Louise, down on my knees, this is going to be a roundtable panel discussion, a dreamscape analysis using the eight category system analysis the first being food the second being shelter the third being clothing the fourth being toilet the fifth being cars and motorcycles the sixth being sports the seventh being geography and the eighth being miscellaneous which everybody knows is sex so geez louise down to my knees this is a perfect system as sandy the same man Fargus has denoted before and without further freaking ado any questions at this point folks gentlemen uh, the panel um no number one food so geez louise down to my knees comedy is absolutely freaking hilarious and food is very delicious but if you take a cheeseville danis and you are very very hungry and you are dying 
for a great snack. And you are rushing with this Cheeseville Danish to your seat. And wait a minute, you slip, a banana peel comes out of nowhere. A falling you do. A great trip and this face of yours flies flat into the great dollop of cream cheese. Splattering it all about, some gets on your great friend Doug Jordan's lip. He licks his lip and smiles. You raise your head covered in this cream cheese frosting. Aghast. A lot freaking Mrs. Freaking Downfire from the freaking film Mrs. Downfire, written and directed by the great Robin Williams. Yeah, and blessed is he, in the cold dark night, he went. He freaking died. He freaking killed himself. Yeah. Pans around his ankles, rope around his neck, wiggers and tweakers. No. The whole freaking thing. Yeah, geez Louise. Number two is Shelter, Doug Jordan. Yeah, maybe, um... It'd be funny if the house was uh, one inside your house and it was too small. You, you're you're a really big guy and it's a really small house. Yeah, um, I'm imagining that right now. Actually, I think that is freaking that is freaking hilarious. Yeah, it is funny. I was and freaking picture a picture a little big freaking guy. He opens his door and honey, I'm freaking home. And he's like, Jesus, what the heck? Look at this. what the heck is this? Freaking house is way too freaking small. Freaking is, he walks in, his freaking head is touching the freaking ceiling. The freaking walls are on either side of him, and he's freaking this, and that's just the and that's the whole freaking living room. Freaking tiny, tiny, tiny little freaking staircase. He's got a freaking, he's bumping his freaking head up the whole freaking way, and his little freaking, his freaking adolescent freaking son is freaking crammed into a little freaking, crammed into a little freaking bedroom uh, at the freaking top of the freaking stairs, and he he goes in to freaking check check in with him, have a freaking talk. Um, go over. He was freaking bullied at freaking school, so the freaking father comes in to freaking sit on the freaking edge of the freaking bed and have a freaking heart to heart with the freaking boy. There's barely freaking. There's not enough freaking room for the freaking duo. Freaking is the smallest freaking bedroom and the smallest freaking house you've ever freaking seen. Doug, that was that is freaking. That is very freaking hilarious. Yeah, that is absolutely freaking hilarious. I was also thinking a great moment in comedy, a great trope, is the hobo clown who is unsheltered. The hobo yeah. clown is maybe the first funny thing anyone ever laughed at, I, I believe. It, it's, this, it's this sort of this freaking idea that, geez Louise, this, is, this guy is so freaking pathetic that you can't freaking help but freaking laugh at it. Yeah. Like, it's like freaking Evan Dawson in a way. Yeah. Yeah, and goddamn, I'm Evan Dawson of WXXI Connections. We are coming for you. Well, geez Louise, number three is clothing. Sandy to Sam Man Vargas? Um, I'm imagining like a freaking a freaking t-shirt that says something like freaking um I'm with freaking stupid freaking arrow freaking pointing next freaking to the person freaking standing next to you. Or I'm thinking of like a huge or a freaking diaper. Yeah, big, I'm, that's big, what I was thinking. Big, big, big giant freaking diaper, yeah. Big or a big fat guy in a tiny baby clothes with yeah. a diaper and a rattle and like a bonnet on his head. Or a guy who's ringing in his ringing pajamas and freaking bathroom. He has no idea. He's ringing Daily Johnson is ringing poking out of the ringing hole. There's a lot you can do with clothing. Ebenezer ringing Scrooge, Scrooge is ringing. Imagine ringing Ebenezer ringing Scrooge in what's essentially a ringing gigantic ringing T-shirt and one and a big ringing floppy hat with a ringing ball at the end of it. And he's got these ringing, he's got these ringing dangling ringing stretched out ringing testicles. And they're ringing dragging along the ringing floor behind him. One of the ringing, one of the freaking ghosts, the big fat ringing ghost, accidentally ringing steps on him. Makes a freaking squeaky noise and his eyes go freaking crossed. Yeah. Yeah, that is absolutely freaking hilarious. That's clothing for you. Number four, Doug Jordan, your favorite one, toilet. 
Yeah, I mean, toilets... Toilets are always uh, pretty funny. You know, if you got, you got one that's maybe too powerful, you flush it, freaking blows it right back at you. It sucks or, you down with it. Yeah, sucks yeah, you down, it sucks it down with it. Yeah, imagine a little dummy kid freaking sitting on the toilet, and his friends are out in the living room, they're freaking playing a freaking video game, and all of a sudden they hear freaking screaming, they freaking open the freaking door, he's freaking in there, freaking his bottom is freaking in there, and his freaking little freaking dangling legs and his freaking head are sticking out of the freaking toilet bowl, and it's freaking, and it's, and it's freaking flushing at an alarming freaking speed. He's spinning and he's around. Freaking, and he's freaking spinning around, wires freaking going everywhere, he's freaking screaming his freaking head off. I'm also thinking about that scene with the giant guy, the the giant guy in the tiny house, and he walks into the bathroom, and oh, dumbfounded, yeah. he looks at the tiny little toilet there, and he and he doesn't know what to do. And he's got a freaking crouching out, and he can get his his dangly Johnson position to top it, and he's freaking gets freaking pee all over himself, all over the freaking toilet. And shows him leave the bathroom and it's basically just a giant log turd over a tiny small toilet basically completely obfuscated by the size of his mess that's comedy number five cars and motorcycles for weakers and tweakers cars and motorcycles can both be funny now if you get a sidecar Instant classic gold. Imagine Doug Jordan with his brand new hog. He climbs on top of it. He revs her up. And then, geez Louise, down to my knees, Sandy Farkas comes out with a motorcycle and with a sidecar on it. And I get in the sidecar. I got my freaking goggles on. Sandy's wearing a motorcycle helmet. We're driving down the road. Doug's riding his hog. And, geez Louise, down on my knees, the freaking sidecar comes detached when Sandy makes a turn. And I'm just flying down the freaking road, screaming bloody murder, heading for a freaking cliff. Geez Louise, down on my knees, you got everything that you freaking want right there. Um, in this freaking, I'm confused. In this scenario, Doug is riding on an actual freaking hog like a... Like a big, like a freaking animal. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I freaking did it. I mean, this freaking girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is freaking hilarious. Yeah, that's comedy. Saying to this A-Man Farkas, six is sports. Well, here's the freaking thing. Uh, this is sort of the, this is sort of a freaking outlier because freaking sports is a freaking completely different thing that freaking lives um, completely outside of freaking comedy. Uh, it's not meant to be freaking funny. It's meant to um, elicit a completely different uh, freaking set of freaking emotional freaking responses. So um, I imagine that if you were freaking by, I don't know, you're freaking playing a game of freaking football with a freaking blind guy and you say freaking catch and you freaking throw it, he freaking, he freaking can't freaking see, just smacks him right in the freaking head. Um, I guess that would be pretty freaking funny. I always thought what was really freaking funny was the blind guy from freaking Sandlot. Blade by freaking... What's the freaking guy's name? Jameson, Jameson Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. And he went blind because he was such a good baseball player, but he didn't see a pitch throw right at his face. He was so good. He's talking the whole movie. I'm the greatest baseball player ever. I made freaking Babe Ruth look like freaking Charlie Chaplin, freaking running circles around him, playing, basically playing with myself over his grave. And then one day the freaking ball comes. I'm such a good baseball player. I get hit in the face with a freaking ball. Lights go out. Pow. And now he's blind, Doug Jordan. And all alone, hold up in that house with a dog he can barely care for and a collection of baseballs he can't use. 
nor can he freaking see any of them. That's what's really freaking interesting. I know, why does this guy have all this all this stuff hanging up on the walls? He's not like he can freaking look at it. He has no freaking friends. Yeah, that actually would be funnier if he said, look at all this great stuff I got here. So they take a look at all this baseball memorabilia I have around, and it was garbage. Just freaking garbage. Yeah, just garbage everywhere. Yeah. Old plates of food, half eaten. He goes, now you guys should come check out my motorcycle. There's just a lawn chair sitting in the middle of his garage. Pretty fast, too. You should see it running. That is funny. Yeah. It was a freaking hilarious freaking movie. Damn. Sandy the same Man Fargus Geography. This is no, this is very freaking interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if freaking. I don't know. If, um, I guess there. I guess there's some of the, some. Of, I guess some freaking places in the freaking world are fun, uh, names are freaking funny. I'm thinking like Roberto Benini. Well, that's a freaking man. Oh. See when there I was, was I, a, there was a go ahead no please <clears throat> no I I was just gonna say what I was thinking for this was uh you know things that are in the wrong in the wrong spot that shouldn't be there like you go to you go to a mountain and the, and the mountain's gone well, you go to the top of a mountain there's a freaking Chuck E Cheese up there yeah yeah something like that hold on I want to freaking go back for one freaking second you go to a mountain and the mountain is gone what the f- are you what in the hell are you talking about. It just fell. It just sunk. The mountain sunk one day. You went to go. You say, "Hey, I'm going to plan a big family trip. We're going to go. We're going to go to Mount Everest, right? You all get in the car together and you you drive over to Mount Everest. You get there. Gone. Yeah. See that that sunk. That makes me think that's more of a freaking mystery to me. That that would be freaking quite freaking puzzling and quite freaking disturbing. Um, I don't know if I'd freaking laugh at that one freaking bit. Yeah. Well then. You know, then you got to figure out what to do for the rest of the vacation, and then the lab, and then that, that's where the comedy comes in. So you're just talking about vacation when he, they try to go to freaking Wally World, and it's closed. yeah, I guess so. It's basically yeah. the same thing. That is well, funny. that is freaking that is freaking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. When didn't, num- re- didn't really work. Didn't really work with the freaking mountain though. No, you know, bizarre. Number eight is miscellaneous, which everybody knows is sex. Doug Jordan, take us out. Um, I guess if you fart yep. during sex. Yep, that's it. <clears throat> that's the one, yeah. Pretty freaking hilarious. Kind of ruins the mood. Or if you have sex with, I don't know, a clown or something. Or an animal. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. Jeez Louise. I thought that went quite well. I uh, am. Yeah. The freaking mountain thing freaking threw me over a loop, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think they, that could be funny. Sounds more like a like a twilight freaking zone. Like a, what the hell happened to the freaking mountain? What happened to the freaking mountain? It was a Jeez Louise yesterday. It was a freaking mountain. Yeah, that's Maybe a good point. I guess well okay well, here's what I what it should have been so some they go to the mountain and one of the kids finds a plug right and the plug is plugged up and you take the plug out 
and then all of a sudden the mountain just friggin' flies away. The, the hell are you talking about? Like the mountain was actually a balloon. Don't freaking interrupt me. What the heck are you freaking talking about? I like the mountain was actually a balloon. I think it would be funny. They go up there, four family members, and one of the childs goes missing. And then the rest of the family trying to find them, they never do. And they're arguing, they're fighting. What happened to our boy? Turns out he's freaking making a freaking booby trap for a freaking bunch of robbers back home. That is freaking hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty good. Been a production of Our Week Studios. W A Y O L P Rochester.